So hi everyone. Uh, I'm Pranav. Uh, we shall be talking today to Shayan, Adi, and Anuj uh, about the year that has been 2020 and the future that is possibly 2021. Uh, we will be will be talking to them and hearing their perspectives on how has life been. What are some of the challenges that they have faced or we have faced as an organization? What have we learned? What's going to change into the night? Let's let's get started, everybody. So, so Shan, my first question to you is probably the easiest or the hardest, depending upon how you want to look at it. Uh, 2020, tough year, very difficult. Uh, and I know it's it's a cliche start, but what do you think has been the most challenging part of 2020? And and more importantly, what what has changed during the course of the year, which now has become slightly easier than it was at the start of the year? Yeah, so I know it's a cliche question. Everybody is uh, asking the question. Everybody is talking about it. Uh, but to be honest, what is what has not been challenging? Let's let's start from there, right? It, it it's <laughs> almost everything that you touch on the professional side and the personal side. Um, had been a challenge. More than challenge, I say it has been different, right? I, I think that is that is what strikes me more than than being challenged and all the good stuff. Uh, look, I, I think the one that I will definitely call out is is the whole ambiguity and the uncertainty, right? Uh, at at the start of uh, you know this pandemic and you know around March April timeframe, uh, the whole ambiguity around the customers, you know, kind of what what is happening to them, you know, with different plants shutting down. Uh, shops, outlets, you know, kind of closing down, you know, what is going to happen to business with all of us uh, having to, you know, kind of move back to home and start working from what will happen to our, you know, way of working, which was something that we have never done. Um, you know, what what happens to talent, how they really, you know, kind of uh, cope with this. So that, that whole ambiguity and uncertainty, right, in, in front of us, I think is, or, you know, at least was the biggest challenge for sure. Mm. Now, what has changed? I will um, again. Let's keep focus on you know uh, the math company and work. You know, there's a lot of things that has changed in the world in general. Absolutely. But if I if I keep a focus on you know what we all kind of represent here, I think I would thanks to the team. I would say that you know we have come a long way. We have really come a long way, and is more confident about you know where we stand. And in spite of the pandemic still being out there, you know, though there is early signs of vaccination and all, we all know that it will take quite some more time, but we are far more confident of, uh, you know, where we are, what we are going to do, how we are going to do, and a and lot of credit to the teams as to how they have really held up and, and you know, improvised themselves and, and made these things work. So that that's how I would say that though there are there are a lot of lot of difficulties and challenges that still exist, so don't get me wrong that you know everything is um, hunky dory and smooth flowing, but yeah, I mean things have really improved a lot uh, from and mostly due to the effort of the team. I would say in this case. Thanks, thanks, Chan. And I think you're right. Uh, there has been a lot that has been spoken about what's happening in different industries, how hospitality is impacted, and how. Our airlines have been impacted beyond repair in some cases, and that they will bounce back. So, but if let's say we look a little more inward uh, at math company and the industry that we're in, which is primarily data science. So, nine months ago, it was a makeshift situation. We were not sure where it was going. We did we did keep talking about the fact that there is a new normal. There's a new normal that is coming. But over the course of the last nine months, some of these trends have have cemented themselves that we are here to stay. 
And if I look at our data science industry, not just the way it interacts with different businesses, but in general, the way the industry operates locally in itself. So, so Adi, what do you think are some of these trends that have kind of established themselves, become more permanent now, if you were to make a comment on it, unlike nine months ago? Yeah, I think uh, just to think about the trends, I think first things that come to mind um, are just our way of working and how we've adapted. Uh, we all know when crisis situations hit, you have to be able to adapt. Uh, I think whether it is process elements, whether it is uh, how much each of us do as individual contribution, um, uh, location has become irrelevant. That is another big dimension, right? You, mm -hmm. you could be anywhere in the world, but you could you could be contributing uh, uh, because all of us are now at at uh, at level uh, when it comes to where you're doing things from. Um, so lots of trends like that. Um, some have, I think some have made us better. Um, and at the same time, some challenges remain. We will have to figure out how uh, we can speak regularly to uh, the entire organization, um, how you could uh, reach out for help uh, very quickly and get something done uh, like it was being done in the past. Uh, I think all of those things we have to figure out and, and organizations that are able to figure those out quickly or quicker than the others are, are clearly going to be at a advantage. Fair enough, fair enough, Aditya. Uh, I'm, I'm going to switch gears and probably ask a question which, which a lot of our budding data scientists uh, outside the organization and, and even people within the organization would probably like to know. Like we know things have changed and you have all been practitioners and data scientists in the past. So so if you were to be able to go back in time, if you could, and give give any advice to a data scientist to build some sort of a resilience towards a situation which is so unlikely as it is today. So what, what advice would you give to them, Anuj, uh, in general, for a data scientist to, to plan maybe or even prepare themselves for something of this nature? To be honest, it's very tough to prepare yourself for for something of this nature because it is truly a once in a lifetime kind of event. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> but uh, but but I think the there are the, the key elements that that need to be there, right? Like um, I think Shine spoke about ambiguity uh, being, being something that has been the most challenging. The ability to deal with ambiguity is probably the the biggest strength if that's that's really what is most challenging um you know the ability to deal with the flux that is happening around you is 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 a great great um, skill set um equanimity in in those situations is is critical for you to be able to uh, deal with those things and um, and realization that you the world around you is changing and a consequence of that change means you have to change. You have to learn. You have to have a growth mindset um, as a as an individual. Uh, I think it's it's very critical to realize that that's that's probably what will drive you to greater heights, which is the ability to grow and learn uh, while ambiguity is happening around you. Fair enough. And I'm assuming coach uh, internally for our organization becomes way more relevant, becomes all the more important, not just in terms of the content that it provides to our data scientists, but also the mode of execution, the mode of operation of how it will adapt to a situation where classrooms are all going to happen. Yeah, we were just having a conversation the other day about how um, you know the education system overall is being disrupted. 
and if the education system overall is being disrupted coach shouldn't be an exception right um but we, i mean again we have always thought of coach as a platform for for uh, for for everybody in the organization to to be able to identify and pick up skills um um the platform remains and how the platform operates needs to continuously evolve um uh, and while the platform remains i think it's important even for all of us to to take advantage of it and and uh, make sure that you're 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 you know protected against the the winds of change okay fair enough uh, uh, and i hope all the data scientists out there are, are listening uh, because yeah this, this is something that no university no course on coursera will actually prepare you for uh, unless this actually come becomes a bit and someone comes up with a with a course on how to prepare for for flux for data scientists which i guess is becoming a trend these days so okay fair enough uh, i i know that 2020 has been a very interesting year and lot has been done uh, something has been lost and we have, we have we have done a lot of things as an organization as well like what is it that you feel the most proud of uh, of what we as an organization uh, have have achieved so uh, see one one common thing that you will definitely hear uh, from all of us is and i'm sure you you also know you know the the growth during this pandemic year that we have seen i think i think that um, we and i think all of us should be absolutely proud of right the year where everyone uh, we heard uh, if you remember you know that thing came up from jack ma saying that you know, if you can remain at the same level you have grown this year uh, from there to you know literally having you know achieved uh, you know a quite decent growth uh, is something that to be absolutely proud of uh the one uh, specific one that i am uh, very proud of is is how we as a as a team overall has adopted to this you know kind of the change circumstances you know the, uh, the fact that none of us are, are together you know working in our usual mode the fact that uh, all of us from our own home our own living rooms own drawing rooms bedrooms whatever you want to call it are making you know kind of creating such um excellent uh, work outcomes and work outputs uh, i think that i am i am very proud of because to be honest with you uh, at the beginning of this phase that's the one that i was most paranoid about and i have said this in many forums that i thought that this will this will not last for more than a week or two and we'll you know just you know have to stop for a <laughs> while and then hopefully in 6 weeks things will open up we'll all be back to office and life will be normal right that's that's how i started to be to be very honest so i'm extremely proud of where uh we stand now with with the teams you know uh, almost <coughs> figuring out adapting to this new normal we can discuss other topics yeah okay we are talking about codex so it probably is a good uh, leeway into the question of so so two questions actually uh what does 2021 look like and and uh, what does the the year 2021 look like from a codex perspective for mathco uh i think Uh, at the end of 2021 we should have seen codex in some of these enterprises we should be able to have proof points of how they are adding value uh, how we are able to deliver our services better uh, i think i think that's a desired uh, uh, outcome that we are going for typical more generic um, stance to it say 2021 having what be, you know if you look at 2020 right and we already spoke about it that 
and I spoke about you know how proud uh, I am you know about the growth that we have achieved this year. I think that gives us a fantastic pedestal or a platform to launch to a higher plane in 2021. Right, that you should be far more confident that if in this year you know you could execute your plans, you could make some of these things happen. Then next year, you know, one from a from a tactical perspective, as we have said on the last few years, is we should double in revenue, we should you know kind of double in size, uh, so and so forth, which is which remains our our goal and our target. But uh, obviously, it becomes far more difficult as you know as you grow bigger, right? I mean, from a very small base to double is is one thing, and from a decent enough base to double to the next size, you know, really requires a lot of um, a lot of fundamental changes and shifts as well, and and. Uh, the way of working, uh, we talked about, you know, Codex being uh, our offering, you know, our primary offering on which we develop these solutions. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Uh, at the same time, you know, there is, uh, you know, a lot of things, a lot of work start making a difference. You, you bring up a good point, Shan. Second question is, is when you when you bring up the point, Shan, that it's we are in, we are going to be technically into our fifth year now. So uh, when you when, when, when the three of you started off the organization, because it's 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 human nature to start thinking about five-year plans, 10-year plans, 15-year plans. So whether we like it or not, this the first big milestone for the organization coincides with, as Anuj said, hopefully once in a lifetime only a pandemic situation. So when you think about that, do you, do you see uh, do you see that we have gotten where we wanted to have gotten to five years ago when and you started the organization, uh, or, or do you think uh, <laughs> Shine is chuckling already? So, so let me let's start. When you started the company, I'm I think, sure you did not. I think this question is a little premature, uh, Pranav. We have not I finished can, five years. I, I can answer four years. <laughs> Technicality. No, no. I, I mean, yeah. Te Technicality-wise, that's true, and 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 you know, uh, there are easily you know kind of 12 to 15 months in front of us to you know kind of complete that milestone which is which is a lot right given the age of the company but having said that uh, look um, i think when we started uh, i don't remember we necessarily you know have put a okay particular dollar figure or particular team size figure saying that in two years we should be this to three years we should be this right one thing which i remember we have always said that you know we want to double every year for the next five to ten years right if you look at that as a very simplistic uh, target or a goal it, it sounds simplistic but it is not simple as you can understand that you know after the first two three years it starts becoming more and more challenging that way we have been on track i would say all right i mean and we are we are not really off track that we wanted to go to you know kind of x and we only landed up in y not i, I wouldn't comment anything like that but you know I, I think we we definitely are we three are and and I think most entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs are 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 a ambitious lot right so there is always this you know this ambition of things of you know I wish I could have done a little more on this one I wish I'm sure Anuj could feel that you know maybe you know Codex could have been you know kind of operational and something not just Anuj I think all of us but I think Anuj's answer was uh, could have been you know we could already have a couple of interesting proof points you know then we would have been so much better so there is. Always this urge to do a do a little more than you know kind of where we are. But overall, I would say that we are um, we have done good. We have done well. Though though there is always the you know deal mange more if you will, right? This is always <laughs> something more that you'd like to do. Uh, I, I don't know if Anujadi, you have some any other perspective on that. Uh, 
no that's very well put yeah fair enough uh, thanks thanks for sharing that uh, perspective and i know that you you talk about this concept of of inertia in general i know when we started working from home you you spoke about inertia that generally sets in and thinking about from an organizational perspective also when you grow in size generally there is an inertia when it comes to adopting to new uh, processes new ways of working or doing newer things so given that we are fairly young very agile uh, i'm i'm sure as anuj was mentioning 12 to 13 months are still left and there is still a lot more to do in the next 12 to 13 months all right uh, so again uh, i'm going to switch gears again uh, a little bit so if you if you again go back uh, four years when the whole thing started and i know you would have had a vision to to bring something to to life and what components of that have continued to stay alive through these four years and you will endeavor as much as you can to keep it alive into the future so 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 there will be some components that that we might have had to to let go but there are some components that you would have done anything and everything to keep alive so what are some of those those aspects and, and that you would continue to keep alive oh, i can go um, and um, yeah go and uh, you guys can have yeah so so i think when we started uh, see the objective was always that we wanted to create an organization that um, that deals with the new age of problems you know, with respect to data science um, with deals which which deals with the with uh, the challenges that an organization faces now uh, when trying to use the data that they have to make better decisions so given that was a genesis i think that has remained true uh, anything that we are doing whether it is codex whether it's anything else um, i think the objective has always remained true to that to say that how do we make sure that the value to our customer uh, to any customer is provided in a way that is much more uh, is much more is much faster is is much better than what was being provided before um, so i think that that has that has stayed true to 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 its to its uh, test there are multiple things that have evolved over time um, the fact that uh, um, you know uh, how we think of standardization and customization has evolved over time how we think of uh, work and narrative has evolved over time um there are multiple pieces of what we do and how we do things that have evolved over time i wouldn't say it's necessarily bad or good they just needed the evolution that they needed um in terms of uh, what else has stayed true i think what has also stayed true is basically our commitment to making sure that um you know uh, we make sure that um uh, individuals in our organization are always trying to get better and you know as long as the individual gets better then then the whole team gets better i think we've stayed true to that um we've stayed true to the fact that uh, you know um we want to make sure that um that that people in our organization we will do what we can and what whatever we can with uh, within our capacity to make sure that people in our organization are are doing as good as they can be uh, there are always going to be some or the other niggles and issues but at the end of the day the intent has always been to make sure that that everybody in our organization is doing well um so yeah so some of those things have remained true a lot, a lot of things have evolved um the base objective has still remained true which is how do we how do we increase that value that we provide to our customers through data science thanks thanks anuj uh, adi do you want to add 
anything to this? No, I think Anuj touched upon some uh, key things. Uh, I'll I'll give a simpler answer. Uh, I, I think uh, we continue to work very hard. We are very committed. I think Anuj said that that's important. Uh, uh, I, I still see us being as hungry as we were when we got some of our first customers, um, and and that's a very good thing because that ha- that that characteristic has to be there for a long time uh, within the DNA of an organization. Um, uh, and and what did we have to kind of let go of over time is that the when you start there are a few people doing few things right but as an organization grows there are lots of things and there are also lots of people right so i think each one of us in one way or the other uh, even though we had that culture in the beginning i think we have now uh, taken a stance where we understand that the organization is a, is a bigger goal and sometimes letting go doesn't necessarily mean that you're not influencing that section of the company so i think that's something that we have learned over time even though we were very bullish about it at the start thanks 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 adi and anuj uh, for that perspective i think that that's quite 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 encouraging and exciting to hear uh shan i'll ask you a question and uh, so i don't know when was the last time you interviewed a data scientist uh, a, a data scientist uh, probably quite some time back no no till the time we were going to campuses you know i used to go go to every campus and uh, not every campus yeah. i mean as many campus i could uh, so so that was uh, uh, 2019 2018 we went i went to campuses and uh, definitely have uh, did the at least the final round of what is you know kind of popularly called as the hr round right at the end uh, <laughs> definitely have have done that round uh, and and you know no, how no the reason sure, i asked sure you have a you have a question behind the question so yes 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 that's that's <laughs> so now the reason i asked that question is because uh, there is there is a more hidden uh, point that i wanted to bring out which is if you look at and if you look out at what people are hiring for you know in this space today and so so one i think the, the entire knowledge repository of what a data scientist should know and should be capable of has kind of evolved quite a lot both in terms of scale and diversity of you know breadth and depth as you, as you say shan so if you so I, and i don't know if you've been observing that that space quite closely so what are your thoughts in general on when i see you know job profiles posting that they know full stack engineers knowing everything and anything so what are your perspectives about you know organizations chasing talent uh, with a with a perspective of holding as much as i can from from a knowledge perspective versus actually identifying the right folks who will fit the role and then nurturing them within the organization i know our approach has always been the latter but but like what are your thoughts on on this nature of of uh, pooling in talent that that we see in places you you already you know kind of uh, answered my question yes we see a lot of organizations uh, you know go after talent and you know almost go by how many how many different skills you have and therefore probably they maintain an internal repository and i am not aware of that saying that okay between my 100 hires you know i have all of these skills covered so i am i am ready for any challenges that come my way now you know where that comes from there that comes from a fundamental mindset or a fundamental strategy if you will that you know we will get ready made talent from the market right so that's when you go after all of these skill sets because you are trying to hire those skills from the market rather than hiring the talent the individual and you know what kind of necessarily they bring in 
as long as you and and this goes back to our earlier discussion on something like a coach the coach not just as a platform but even the mindset that all of us have had right from day one that we will have to learn constantly we will have to teach people constantly and things like that as long as you have that thing you know kind of set uh, very clearly then what you do you change your you know kind of you change your lens and you so you you made a comment uh, so i don't agree that we also hire for the latter only you know hire people for specific roles and skills we mostly if you know and you you have done that many a times we hire good talented people right people who are fundamentally strong you know kind of what what do we test for how many times we test for you know how good they are in their python coding you know not just fresh freshers for others you know we probably test lot more for logical reasoning how good are you at problem solving you know what is your level of curiosity can you learn and then you know that you know yeah they will bring in three skill sets but they will become obsolete in the next three years so you have to learn six others and and this process will continue to grow right so if you if you come from that mindset and and you know you also have that ability and create that ability and that platform that we will you know get people adapt will get people to learn your things I, th- I think I think the, your overall strategy to towards talent will completely change. Unlike what many organizations I see do is, oh, I need you know people with retail skill, knowing retail as an industry and pharma as an industry. So I'll get three people with retail skills and four people as pharma. I mean, it it becomes very. Uh, I I I honestly can't comment on that. I don't know how how that operates. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks, Sean. I think uh, I think uh, I I agree with what you're saying, and the reason I ask this question is because a lot of people will be listening to this podcast later, and there'll be like a lot of people who are make gonna go make their career outside, and it is good and it is imperative that they know what is out there and why they should build a career with the math company uh, in in the future. Sure. All right. Uh, so let's let's talk let's talk a little bit about work from home for for the three of you uh, and uh, uh, so how do you keep yourself motivated uh, in the work from home setup anuj i'll probably start with you it's it's been hard for all of us uh, as well but but how do you keep yourself motivated uh, in the setup yeah i i hate work from home um, and to be honest with you i would love to get back to office the minute it opens in whichever form or fashion it does if it does uh, so i'm not a big fan of of working from home um how do i keep myself motivated i mean there are enough things to do um, uh, and um, um, i think shayan and adi touched upon it before every day i go to sleep thinking about what i should not what i should have done which i did not do um which if i had done would have resulted in some positive stuff for us as an organization so um it keeps me up and um, and because of that everybody likes i like sleeping a lot so um, <laughs> i don't like losing sleep uh, so hence you end up doing stuff <laughs> so that you don't lose sleep. i have a scientific answer okay i have a scientific answer to this question Sure. Because it has bothered me quite a bit. So, uh, as an individual in general, you are not going to be uh, highly motivated and highly efficient and highly productive all the time, right? You are going to have your own spells of where you are productive. You are going to have your down spells, right? Two ways, at least you can control this bias. You know when you are going through a down spell when you are not being productive. Okay, change that ASAP. Sure, you have you may take one hour, you may take five hours, you may take five days, but you know you are in that down cycle, and you have to change completely to go back to the other state as soon as possible. Right? That is that is one way you can try. The second thing is like Anut said. I mean, 
disasters keep happening all the while on the side and if they don't motivate you then nothing else can motivate you it's a good one okay Yeah so, yeah so for for me again i i completely um, you know echo anuj's point that i hate uh, working from home sitting in this you know kind of office of my own and working is is so alien to me um you know i've always loved to be in office among people right that is that is what i have liked uh but look i mean first of all there is so much to do i i don't know whether you you know even get an opportunity to think about whether you are motivated not motivated uh, that is one second you know whenever there is fire and problems to be solved you know those are not the first thought that comes to your mind you know you know that you have to get get certain things done uh, yes the something's in the environment you know kind of keeps happening and that distracts you that's a different point but uh, not more around motivation and then again the the goal and the objective that you have that you know look you know this is Yes, today I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling, you know, at my best of working. But I know by the end of this week, this needs to get done. By the end of this year, by the end of this month, something. So whenever you, you know, kind of put a little, I always say that if you put a little lofty goal, right, then some of these challenges sounds very trivial to be, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I mean that that's that's how I have been. Uh, I, I would say I've been managing. <laughs> so I think that is that is pretty much what I wanted to talk to you about today. one last question before before we we can close uh pandemic over you go get to go on a holiday where do you go us chicago to meet to meet clients <laughs> yes <laughs> amit what about you yeah anywhere will do right now man just about anywhere wherever okay. wherever possible and what about you yeah i i i am i am not necessarily a big fan I, I, not say just about anywhere you know somewhere closer by you know maybe kabini or kunnur or somewhere you know i have a few favorite spots and i keep going there you will be surprised how many times i would have gone to kabini <laughs> no i think that's pretty much it uh, thank you thank you all of you for for being candid and sharing your perspectives on what has been the year 2020 and what is out there in the next year thank you thanks a lot thank you thanks for now Thank you.